Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in on a little bit of everything with me, your host, Angelica. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in again at a little bit of everything with me. Our next guest today is a podcaster, podcast editor, and contact consultant. Along with his 10-year career in podcasting, he has also self-produced plays, was published musician, and is now focused on helping others with their shows as a podcast editor and content consultant. His new show, A Hint of Fiction, airs September 18th. Please welcome William Acker of Laserman Productions. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you. That was a wonderful intro. Why, thank you. I tried. (laughs) I was like, don't mess up, don't mess up. First of all, I like to ask everybody on the show, which state are you from? So I'm from, well, I'm born and raised from California, and I feel like I have to say that as a Californian, <laughs> but I'm currently uh, living in Colorado, just a little bit north of Denver, so. Oh, so that's not far from, a, well, I could say like probably, what, more than eight hour of a drive? But... You know, I could I could get there in a, in, a, in a few hours if I needed to. I got a state between you and I, but we're close. Very close, yeah, and you know what, fun fact, I know this is random, but my friend actually works in Colorado during the winter as a registered massage therapist, so she drives there every every winter. Oh, wow. Does she work up in the... In the slopes. Uh, um, oh, that's very cool. What's that cool. famous resort? Vail. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally beautiful forgot about up there. It. Oh my gosh, when there's when there's snow up in the mountains, oh, it's beautiful up there. I, it's like her pictures, and I'm just like, oh my goodness, girl, <laughs> I gotta get out there. She's like, well, come, I got an extra room, and I'm like, oh, so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> but William, thank you so much. Thank you for, tell, for telling my listeners where you're calling from because it's so fascinating to hear all these guests come on the show, and they're like, oh, Australia, Nigeria, New Zealand. I'm just like, this is freaking awesome the world of podcasting right it, it just expands across the world and it just shows that that podcasting is such a cool community that people from all over the place all over the world can just take you know a couple couple dollars buy a mic and just start a podcast it's very cool exactly and then we we have this privilege of being able to share the world what you do exactly it's so cool i love i love the podcasting i've loved it since podcasting started so that kind of why i do the things i do now mm-hmm. that's amazing and this is this is great everyone who's listening it doesn't matter if you're a podcaster or not you're going to hear a little bit of about his podcast which is called a hint of fiction which is coming out uh, september 18 and of course a little bit about him so yeah william tell me a bit about yourself absolutely um so right now i i work as a um, podcast consultant consultant and a, a podcast editor. Um, I think we have to go back a little bit to kind of st- tell my story, but we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll kind of start from the beginning. Um, if we can start the, I can start my story at 2008. I just okay. graduated high school. Um, if you can think of what was going on in 08, you know, Super 8 was coming out and, uh, you know, there was an election and there was a lot going on, a lot going on in that time. Um, just gotten out of uh, high school, looking into college, had no idea what I wanted to do. And I was just happened to a friend of mine introduced me to Smodcast, which was Kevin Smith's or is Kevin Smith's podcast. Oh, wow. And I love Kevin Smith to begin with. And this was my first uh, introduction into like what a podcast was and what this was. And I absolutely fell in love with it. I love, I love the, the combination of um, quick startup, the technology piece of, of podcasting, as well as the artistic creative side. I've always been a creative. I've, I've acted and I've, done music and I've always loved the creative side. And so for me, podcasting was the way to combine those two worlds, the, my love of technology and my love of uh, acting and, and um, um, content creation. Mm-hmm. So I start my fir- first podcast, like turn of 2009 and it's awful. We do like 10 episodes and it's, it's just horrible. Like not, not bad in a bad sense, but it was, it was like three friends sitting around talking about things that were relevant to us, but not relevant to anyone else. So 
very much a learning experience in my, mm-hmm. in my time. So from there, I stopped podcasting and I just, I feel like I just did a lot of things. I, I self-produced plays. I was in a, in a ska band in Orange County for like four or five years. Wow. Uh, I worked at Disney. I worked at uh, just a bunch of different places that kind of gave me kind of a lot of life experience, which was very cool. Um, from there, I picked up another podcast uh, called Talking Stupid. You can still find it on the internet. Where it was just uh, the band, the members of my band. We decided like, hey, we'll talk about pop culture. We do this anyway. You know, when we're at practice. Let's just yeah. double down on it. So we did that. We talked about pop culture and all the fun stuff. And um, unfortunately, due to personal reasons, I had to leave the band. I left the state. And I really wanted to focus on kind of editing and helping other people. The mm-hmm. reason I built Bill Laserman was, or Laserman Industries, or Laserman Productions. I'm still working on names right now, if you can't tell. <laughs> the reason I built uh, Laserman Productions is I really wanted to focus on helping people make the content that they want to create. Mm-hmm. And that was a really big thing for me because I, <laughs> uh, it makes me emotional thinking about it. This is bad. Um, um, I, if I had known the things I know now, I would be steps ahead if I was doing this since I was 18. And so I want to be able to help people who are starting, who don't know what to do, who don't know the industry and want to be able to get in and start doing a podcast with, whether it be, you know, I just want to do it for 10 people, 10, 10 audience members, or I want to do it full time. I want to do a full time podcast. I want to help those people and I want to make, help them create the content that they want to create. And so along with that, that helps me create the content that I want to create, which is my new show, A Hint of Fiction. I'm very excited about that. Should be airing on Wednesday, September 18th. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We have uh, a lot of really interesting stories that we're going to tell. And you'll have a lot of fun enjoying it. So I would definitely suggest checking it out when it airs. For sure. And since 2008 to have this passion, that's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been such a crazy road watching and listening and experiencing things and helping other people and doing my own things and failing and finding, finding the, the gems in my failures. And it's just been, it's been a crazy road since then. And you worked at Disney. OMG. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was actually where I met my wife. Uh, we, we met at Disneyland. We worked together. And uh, yeah, Disney is such a wonderful time in my life. I only worked there for about a year and a half, but I have so many wonderful stories. I've met so many cool people, uh, whether it be guests or other cast members. It, just, it was such a wonderful time in my life. Wow, that's amazing. And were you part of the parade? Were you just like selling merch? What were you doing at Disney? Sorry to get off topic a little bit. No, please. I love, I love, I could talk about Disney for a whole podcast if I wanted to for <laughs> sure. Um, I actually worked as a skipper in the Jungle Cruise. Oh. And I also uh, worked as a archaeologist on Indiana Jones and the no Temple of the Forbidden way. Eye. Yep. <laughs> Very cool. That's amazing. So I've never been to Disney, even though I've been to Florida so many times as a kid. We just never had the chance to get around to Disney. Gotta go. It's totally worth it. Uh, I could, if you don't, if you have the time, I'm going to totally plug somebody else that does, that may not necessarily be part of me, but there's a podcast called Yesterworld. Okay. And a YouTube channel. They're both. Uh And he just talks about different aspects of Disney or, or rides that are no longer there. There's a really cool YouTube like community about yeah. podcasting that are uh, sorry I'll try that again there is a big youtube community about disneyland and it talks about everything about disneyland and i always suggest it's a magical place even if you're you know 10 to 110 there's a lot of cool things to do there's a lot of cool things to see. there's a lot of magic there and uh that may be the kool-aid talking a little bit but it, i love my time <laughs> and i love disneyland um i have a two-year-old and i swear we've he's gone more to disneyland in his two years of life than I've probably been in the first 10 years of my life. Oh my gosh. I'm ex- You know what the thing is? I'm waiting for, uh, you know, hopefully if my cards play out, we can have a child and I'm just like, <gasps> we're going to Disney. <laughs> so it's going to be an excitement for myself and my child. So <laughs> That's so exciting. Yeah. You guys will be able to experience both at, like simultaneously. Exactly. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm like holding off and holding off. I'm just like, you know what? Let me just wait. Let me just wait. Let me just wait. We'll have the time. And then, yeah, it'll be more, it'll be more of an excitement. It's like, you just want to be there and not get out, right? Opposed to you've already gone there. Then you have children just like, no, get out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want to experience this for me right now. (laughs) Yeah, for me. So 
what is what's so amazing is that since you've gone through different experiences and that's interesting that you even had uh, talk another podcast back in the day talking stupid um now you want to help people and that's what i love to hear from people when they're like you know what i just want to help people and it's so fascinating because you have this passion and i can i can hear it in your voice you're just like oh i love podcasting i love doing this so tell me what would you be doing to help somebody with their podcast or create content so my first thing uh, if we were if you and i for example were to sit down and say i want to start a podcast mm-hmm. My first thing would be to tell you, well, what do you want to talk about? What's, what's the thing? What's the big thing you want to talk about? I, mm-hmm. I always talk about like, what's your big idea? Mm-hmm. And then from there we go, okay, what's your niche in that, in that podcast? Like, where can you, where can we specify what's your skill set? What would you prefer to talk about? Mm-hmm. Um, from there, you know, um, I'm a big proponent of storytelling. Storytelling mm-hmm. is huge. Um, human beings tell stories. That's how we experience the world. So, um, um, I would actually tell you the first thing would be talk about like learn how to tell stories. I think that is a wonderful skill that not enough people know how to do. Mm-hmm. And for podcasters, it's essential because I've, I listen to a lot of podcasts. This is, this is what I do on my off time. If I'm cleaning, if I'm driving, mm-hmm. I just listen to podcasts. Yeah. And so many times I can tell you the ones that I'm not interested in are the ones that don't tell stories. Mm-hmm. The ones that give me facts, give me information. That's fun. That's fine. But you're not telling me a story. You're not, you're not giving me information about it. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that's such a big thing is to learn to tell stories. If you can do that, you're, you're miles ahead of so many other people. Mm-hmm. Um, the three things I always tell anybody I'm working with, regardless of their experience, their level, where they're at, if they're starting brand new, if, they're, if they've been working for a long time, you need three things to make a good podcast. One is good content. Your mm-hmm. content has to be crisp and clean and a specific audience needs to be able to want to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Two is your sound. Sound is of utmost importance. I can't tell you how many podcasts I've listened to that I've loved what they've talked about. I've loved the content, but the sound was just subpar. And for me, that's a really, I have very limited time. And so I can't listen to you guys if your sound's not going to be up to, up to snuff. It's just, it's the nature of the business. Yeah. And then three is marketing. Marketing is absolutely huge because if you have great sound and great content, that's amazing. That's a great first start. But if you have no one listening or you don't know who your audience is and you don't know who to market to, you're kind of SOL. You need to, you, you're like, you, nobody's going to be listening. So yeah. marketing is, is probably the third most important piece you can have in a good podcast. Well, those are great tips. And for those listening out there, we've got William. William Acker from Laserman Productions. Yes. For some reason, for some reason in my head, I'm like industries. I think industries will sound better. <laughs> Doesn't it have a better flow? Yeah. I'm, I'm stuck yeah. between those two right now. So it's I, like I Iron Man. Exactly. Like Stark Industries. It sounds exactly. so much better. Exactly. I think we should change that to industries. <laughs> Ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it. It's a, it's a, it's one of those two for sure. <laughs> This is such great advice. First is great content, good content. Two is sound and three is marketing. Mm-hmm. It sounds, it sounds easy, but really when we start, you know, creating our first episode, going through those ideas and it's like, oh my gosh, it sounds easy, but it does, you got to put in a little bit of work in order to make it work. You got to put it. Yes, for sure. I was just re-listening to the, the episode that'll be airing this week and it's, it, it's, it's a good episode. It just took a lot of work to make it good. You know, mm-hmm. it just, even, even for me as somebody who, who podcasts full time and knows what podcasting sounds like, it still takes a little bit to kind of ramp up into storytelling and ramp up into like what your flow is and how the show sounds and things like that. It just takes, it just takes time. It just takes time to, to learn these things and to, to help out and to get these kind of pieces in place to, to get your podcast sounding. And I'm sure uh, Angelica, you could, I'm sure you can say with being in, you know, 50, 60 episodes right now, that episode one is totally different from this episode. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I agree. I agree. And, um, it's, it's crazy. Cause when I first started, I was just like, okay, I'm using anchor as my hosting. Um, I'm going to try this out. And it was funny because the way, um, I started was, 
what should I do with my time? Like, yeah, I can do other things, but then I'm like, I hear and I listen to different podcasts, like from different topics. And then I was like, how do I stick to a topic? What do I do? So my mind's like literally going a hundred miles per minute and trying to brainstorm ideas. So then I said, why don't I just do a little bit of everything? Just do a little bit of everything every week. And it keeps, you know, different listeners coming in. It's not, it's funny. And then there's serious moments and then there's like fun episodes. So it's like, I'm aiming it to be like a talk show sort of. Very cool. No, I love it. I love the, the you kind of walked into your, your title. That was so cool. <laughs> and I sometimes get caught when I'm like at my full-time job, which it's not podcasting. I'm just like, oh, a little bit of everything. Let's just do a little bit of everything. I'm just like, <laughs> this name is so repetitive to me. I'm like, I wonder why. Oh, right. That's right. It's my podcast name. <laughs> like, where I, have I heard this before? <laughs> I get to one of those moments. I'm like, hmm, okay. Oh, right. It's my podcast name. <laughs> <laughs> So these are great tips, like I said before. Now, I'm interested to hear about your podcast, A Hint of Fiction, guys. It's airing September 18, just a couple days. And it's like, okay, break it down to me. What is A Hint of Fiction? Okay, so you know how you're on the internet and you see so many articles about crazy stories from history or pop culture or fiction and you're just like i don't know what's real and what's not well we kind of toe that line here at a hint of fiction so every episode we're going to provide you three stories mm. two of them are 100 percent absolutely factually true one of them is a complete fabrication and a complete work of fiction from there at the end of the episode we're going to tell you which ones are which so not only are you getting cool pieces of information about real moments in history real uh, things that have happened, but you also get a little bit of, hmm, is that real or is that not? As well as a little bit of cool storytelling. My wife writes all of our stories and she's fantastic oh. and they are very good. I'm, I'm very excited to show people what we have in store because we have a lot of really, really interesting stories and a really, a lot of really interesting fiction that we're going to be bringing out. Oh my God, that's crazy. And she, oh my God, that's like, wow. That's amazing that she does that for you. She writes out the stories. I should qualify. She is also my co-host. So it's me and my wife. She oh. writes, I, I do the, I do like the fact-based stuff. She does the fiction and then we come together and we, we build an episode and then we just record it. That's amazing. Oh, that's great bonding. Yeah, we love it. It's so much fun. I, like I said, I've loved podcasting forever and she is, she has enjoyed, like she listens to the podcast all the time. And I'm like, you yeah. have a really good like ear for like good stuff like this. Like, why don't you just do one with me? And that's kind of where the, the whole story began. And then, bam, we got a hint of fiction coming out September 18. So exciting. <laughs> that's amazing. Everybody out there, once again, it's a hint of fiction. Um, so tell me more about your podcast. So I know there's like, can you, can you come up with an example? Are we going to have a little game now? I'm getting excited here. Yeah, let's do it. So <laughs> I actually brought a, uh, similar to our show, we do Two Truths and a Lie. Okay. So I actually have two truths and a line because I'm such a lover of Disneyland. I actually brought three from Disneyland. So I hope that's okay. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. So what I've brought, I brought you three truthful, actual fact or two truthful, actual facts from Disneyland that things are actually real. And one that is a complete fabrication. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have to tell me which one is which. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. So our first fact is when Animal Kingdom was first built in 1995, it was intended to have three areas, one for animals of the past, one from animals in the present, and a third area called Beastly Kingdom that was supposed to be for animals of myth and mythology. Unfortunately, Animal Kingdom was never built and, and was replaced by Pandora in 2015. 2015, 2016, one of the two. So that's our first, uh, first fact. Number mm -hmm. two. In 1975, Harold the Yeti was stolen from the Matterhorn. It was found five days later in Nevada being sold in Las Vegas. And our third fact is you used to be able to helicopter into Disneyland until, uh, from LAX until it was stopped uh, after a deadly crash killed almost 21 people. Okay. Now, uh, now, if you want to walk me through your thought process on this, which one do you think like, stands out as the fictional one? 
Um, for some reason, the last one. Okay. Yeah the the helicopter the helicopter flight it does it you know it it seems like like people used to be able to do that uh, to give more context to that there was actually uh, a helipad on top of Interventions which is kind of one of the areas in the park of uh, Tomorrowland mm-hmm. to give you a little more context to that so I don't know if that changes anything for you. Um. Now I'm thinking towards more of the second okay. one. Gotcha. Well, let me tell you this right now. I, I, I can kind of open one of the doors for you. Okay. The one about the helicopter crash is absolutely true. In 1968, um, oh. actually from the start of Disneyland to 19, about 1968, you were able to helicopter in from LAX directly to Disneyland. So you didn't have oh. to worry about anything. Yep. They just sent you right over there. Unfortunately, there was an accident uh, where a helicopter did crash in, um, what was the city? It was... Uh, Compton, California, mm-hmm. and so unfortunately they had to stop the they had to stop the um, they had to stop the helicopter flights. But that was a real thing that really did happen. Wow, crazy, right? That is crazy. Oh my goodness! All right, so now that we're between Harold the Yeti and Animal Kingdom, which one do you think was uh, is the fictional story? Mm, let me think here. This is a good one. Uh, well, there was a Harold the Yeti. That is true. Harold the Yeti does exist. He's still at Disneyland to this day. And then the first one was the mm-hmm. um, the fiction. Yep the the Beastly Kingdom. Oh, okay. So to answer your question, uh, the Animal Kingdom question is truth. So when they were originally building Animal Kingdom, there were supposed to be three sections of the park. Animals of the present, which is the Serengeti and the Safari Park area now. They're animals of the past, uh, which is the dinosaur area, which now they have a dinosaur ride there. And there was supposed to be a place called Beastly Kingdom, which was going to talk about things like dragons and unicorns and minotaurs. And um, one of the fun things about Disney is Disney is the land of great intentions. Mm -hmm. So they always have really big ideas that they want to do. And normally by the time they get to the budget, the budget doesn't normally have room for everything. So Beastly Kingdom was never actually made. And uh, it all it kind of been pushed back year after year after year. And so they finally decided when Pandora opened up that they were, no, were going to finally scrap Beastly Kingdom and say, hey, Pandora is going to be this new section of the park. And so the, the, the hint of fiction was Harold the Eddie was never stolen from the Matterhorn and was never tried to be sold in Las Vegas. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's a good one. I was just like thinking because I don't know much about Disney, so I'm trying to like, okay, there is a, a Yeti, Harold the Yeti, um, and then I'm thinking the helicopter ride kind of seems like a little bit aggressive, but maybe it could be fictional to kind of mm-hmm. like, your mind starts to think like, how could that even happen? Um, and then when I, the first one, the Animal Kingdom was like, well, that seems pretty I don't know, because then you're you're giving me these hints, though, which is probably you won't be doing it at the podcast on your podcast. But for me, it's like hmm, these hints. But then I'm going back and forth, going back and forth. What do I choose? What do I choose? But <laughs> I love it. This is so interesting. Then I get to learn more about the history of these facts. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's one of the things um, that one I struggle with, but two I, I love about the show is we want to make sure that people are aware that we are focusing on the, the fact of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the intention is never to show, to, to, to offer fictional stories as truth. That is not what we are looking for. We want to make sure that you guys are learning really true things and things about that are truth that have really happened in the world. But at the same time, you know, giving you a fun little fictional story at mm-hmm. the same time. Do you have another one? Uh, yes, I do. So um, we're going to go into... Let's talk about how well do you know video games? Um, a little bit, not too much. Not too too much. Okay. I know um, my husband's a big video person, but I I like you can try. <laughs> I can okay. try this. <laughs> okay. Well, let's do. Uh, I'm gonna pull a couple stories from um uh, episodes that we are not gonna air in this first season. Okay. Um. Let me pull up a list of these and then we can kind of, uh, we'll talk through a couple of these. Give me just one second. Sounds good. 
once again, everybody listening, um, the podcast is called A Hint of Fiction. It airs September 18th. Make sure you check it out. This is so awesome. You get to learn a little bit of history. All right. So my first fact for you today, mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson originally sued Marvel because they used his likeness as Nick Fury. My next one for you will be sorry i'm on my wrong i'm on the wrong page oops um there is a pirates hidden pirate city called libertalia that was originally a haven for pirates and was run by a pirate council that was headed by john avery And for our third question, um, Cinderella is actually based on a Bavarian woman who raised mice and was also um, very unliked by her sisters and eventually, um, by happenstance one day, ran across a prince, fell in love, and they lived happily ever after. Hmm. This is a tough one. All right, so talk me through each one of them. Let's let's talk about um, Nick Fury and uh, uh, Samuel Jackson. How do you feel about that one? Um, I don't feel like it's true. Okay. All right. All right. So that's that's kind of your initial like. No, this one's a, this one's fake right now. Yeah. Okay. What about the Libertalia one? The Libertalia, I really don't know much about it. Um, but the one thing is about Cinderella, it's catching my eye. It's like, was that really the original story? I'm trying to think back when I used to watch it on VHS, and I'm just like, <laughs> that was the last time I saw it, by the way. <laughs> when it's been, I was... a, been a hot minute for Cinderella. <laughs> and I'm just like, Cinderella. I'm trying to remember how she even looks like. <laughs> she was the one with the blue dress, wasn't she? <laughs> that is correct, yes. And her fairy godmother. Oh, yeah. And she had three evil sisters or something? That's right, yes. Uh, and then she had to fit the shoe by midnight, and then she has to be home or something. Yep, yep. You're, you okay, got all the pieces yeah, okay. there. Okay. <laughs> I got the poor ones, right? <laughs> um, that'd be interesting. Um, shoot. The middle one for sure, I can't even tell if that's something I can say if it's fact or fiction. Uh, fiction. Okay, um, so I can tell you, Libertalia was a real place. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was created by a group of pirates. Um, Avery is a bit of a fabrication from Uncharted 4, uh, but he is, but that is, Libertalia was a real place, and there is evidence that there was a pirate colony that was a, it was a helpful place for pirates. Oh, all right, so between Nick Fury and Cinderella, uh, which one do you think is the truth? Or is the fiction? Hmm. I would say Cinderella is the fiction. That is correct. That was a, that was a, a piece of fiction that I just <laughs> made up on the spot. Uh, in 2001, Nick Fury um, was changed in the comics. Marvel decided that they were going bankrupt. They had, that was kind of, if, if you kind of know the whole Spider-Man Fantastic Four debacle that they're having right now, mm-hmm. um, 2001 was kind of Marvel was on its last leg. So they were selling off properties. They were trying to find a way to bring money back into the comics, into the stories that they were telling. And one of the things they decided to do was change uh, the appearance of Nick Fury. He became a black character and they did mark, mock him up as um, to look like Samuel Jackson. Oh, well, wow. Samuel Jackson finds out about this and he says, all right, well, I'm going to sue Marvel because they're using my likeness without my, without my um, knowledge of, of this. Mm-hmm. So because of that, they, they basically go to arbitration and they, they stick out of it. So the, the conclusion they come to is Samuel Jackson will not sue Marvel over the likeness of Nick Fury, but if they ever decide to use Nick Fury in a movie, it has to be played by Samuel L. Jackson, which is why we now have Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Wow. You're so knowledgeable. 
<laughs> one of the things, uh, what I, I, I love interesting facts like this just to begin with, but one of the things that I really love about this podcast is I get to research really cool topics and really cool stories that people may or may not know about. So mm-hmm. that's one of the things I really like about um, the show. So mm-hmm. I, it just makes me, uh, makes me uh, just, it, it just digs into my love of knowledge anyway. So, and I get to share that knowledge with other people now. So it's very cool. Yeah, that's amazing. This should become an actual like game night TV show. Oh, that'd be fun. You know, we'll yeah, have some we... money, some $50,000. What are we going <laughs> to win? A new car? <laughs> I, well, the, the, new, uh, the new piece of uh, podcasting really has been like, you know, my dad wrote a porno and Homecoming and Serial. They're all, they're all making TV shows now. So uh, HBO, hit me up at Bill Lazerman. I will take all of your money, please. Thank you. <laughs> well, they should hit you up because this has been so fascinating. I'm just like, first of all, Cinderella, for those out there, I am sorry because I haven't watched Cinderella, like I said, since like the VHS days. And it's just, I, what would I watch it again anyway? Um, but yeah, it took me off surprise. And I was like, is that real or fake? Now I f- <laughs> I'm questioning what I saw on VHS. <laughs> oh man all this time a mother lied to me you know <laughs> <laughs> so by any chance do you have another one for me because this is amazing Ooh, okay now you're uh now you're uh, <laughs> yeah let me uh give me like two minutes i will, yeah. I will throw something together and we can go from there this is so awesome. Loving it. So once again, the podcast is called A Hint of Fiction. It's available this week, September 18th, the Wednesday. The podcast um, is on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and of course, wherever you get your podcasts. This has been so awesome because there's like a piece of history that I didn't even know about. But it keeps you thinking. It's like, what did I learn in my days? So to all the listeners out there, definitely check it out. Once again, a hint of fiction. Also, as you know, we spoke about earlier with William, how he is a podcast editor and content consultant. Um, Hit him up. We're definitely going to find out his social media um, and also his website for further information about that. Um, But I'm loving this. This is so fascinating. It's very cool, isn't it? <laughs> well, this is going to be the last one, I promise. <laughs> oh, it's all good. I've got, I've got them for days, trust me, because I have a lot of content that we're not using, but I, I just have as a uh, general. Hi, my name is Casey Gonzalez. I'm with Chef Salty Pork. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pin from the CQP Moments Podcast. Hi, everyone. This is Mark the Shark from the Mark the Shark MMA Show. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to a little, little bit, bit of everything, everything with, with Angelica. Angelica. Okay, I've got I've got three for you right now. Ooh. Okay, so three more right now. Um, the first one was the term maverick was coined by Samuel Maverick, who was a Texas lawyer, politician, and land baron, and also signed the Texas Declaration of Independence. Mm-hmm. My second one was there was a baboon who fought in World War One who was also became a uh, train, um, he, became a, uh, he became a train engineer and was paid uh, two pennies a day and half a bottle of beer. Mm-hmm. And my third story was um, the character Crash Bandicoot from the series Crash Bandicoot was originally supposed to be a spinoff of uh, a Mario game with Super Mario Brothers until the character was changed and Nintendo and PlayStation dropped out of their contract together. Hmm. Okay. So again, walk me through your thoughts. What do you, what are you thinking about? 
I feel like the first one's true because I've heard of that last name before. Maverick. Okay. Um, the second one, you said a baboon? A baboon, or, yes. A baboon uh, driving? <laughs> yeah, he was, a, he was a train engineer. A train engineer and he was given two pennies and a bottle of wine? A half bottle of beer a day, oh, half yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> um, I feel like number two can be fiction. Reason being is because I don't know, but they're like apparently they're like humans, so they can't. It can be possible an animal um, becoming a trained engineer. Um, three. I feel like that's true. I don't remember much about the Super Mario. You know. I did play it when I was a kid, but mm-hmm. I don't know, remember much about it or know anything of the news. Gotcha. Um, I feel like I'm aging myself when I say these things, <laughs> <laughs> like Cinderella. Um, like VHS and all the kids are like, what? Like it's not streaming? <laughs> I don't understand. How do you put this in? <laughs> <laughs> so I will give you, the first one is a work of uh, truth. Samuel Maverick was a true person. And that where's was the where the term maverick was coined. Okay. Um so then feel, between sorry, go ahead. I feel like two is like false, but then at the same time my mind's like, but wait, we've seen animals go to space. We've seen animals do um crazy stuff like humans. So a part of me is saying <laughs> it could be false. Like, what are you thinking? Come on. It's a, a baboon be, if, as a train engineer. But then the other half of my brain's like, but it could be possible. Um, Super Mario. I feel like that's true. But then it's like the other half of my brain, like I said, train engineer. Oh my goodness. So talented. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm going to say two is false. So two is actually correct. Woo! So Jack was a real, Jack was a real baboon. He, uh, he fought in World War I. He was, he was a helpful. Animals actually were very used very wildly in World War I. And he became an assistant for a disabled railway signalman in South Africa. And I was wrong. I, 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 uh, I had my, my information wrong. He was paid 20 cents a day and half a bottle of beer each week. But he was, he was still paid, and apparently in his entire time uh, working for the railroad, he never made a single mistake. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, to give you, uh, I, I'm going to twist it a little bit. So okay. the story about Crash Bandicoot and Mario is half true. Nintendo and Sony were originally going to co-op on a game console together. Unfortunately, Nintendo decided to back out of the back out, and Sony said, well, we can do this ourselves. And so they go on and they make the PlayStation 1 and their flagship character is Crash Bandicoot. And that's, that basically becomes the second, uh, at the time, basically the second major console that we, we see. And then, of course, you know, Xbox comes in later in like early 2001. Mm-hmm. And, we, and we have now the, the three big names that we have today. Wow. Very cool, right? It is cool. I'm like so fascinated by this. Everyone, honestly, you gotta tune in September 18th, A Hint of Fiction, because this was so cool. Honestly, it needs to be a game show for the evening <laughs> time. Come on. So HBO, much ABC, NBC, come on. Fox. This we'll is like it. a good idea. It's gonna it's it's good. And the stories like these are like kind of quick little bits. The stories that we tell are very thorough. We have a lot of really cool details about really cool people. Um, there's a, a Lord Timothy Dexter that you're going to hear about in this okay. first new episode. And I'm not going to talk too much about him because we talk about him in the episode. But mm-hmm. you're going to have to find out uh, a, a little bit about Lord Timothy Dexter and who he was and if he's real or not. So that's going to be the, the first episode we do is, is about American colonialism. So oh. we talk about three specific people from um, the American col- colonies. And one of them is, is a fake. And is it Lord Timothy Dexter? You'll have to find out when we air. Yeah, I definitely got to tune in and find out. How do you come up with all of these? Like, I feel like you're, so so far you've given me three examples. Now, I, I like how you've changed up the, like the, the genre of each question. Like, I feel like one was pop culture, one was about like um, 
technology and then the other one was just you know obviously your made-up story but it seemed like more of it about history did you guys sit down and plan this was this something that you guys wanted to kind of do it or do you guys do sometimes like three of history and you know to kind of make you think a little bit more how do you come up with these ideas and the layout of all of these um you know questions i mean little tidbits so it it the general process starts with me scouring the internet scouring reddit for random stories that i can find mm-hmm. um it's it's literally just like oh like oh that was really cool oh that was an unsolved mysteries yeah that that works and then I just pull in hundreds and hundreds of, of stories that I can find. From there, I take, you know, I, I kind of break them down and find out ones that can be fleshed out into really good, well-told stories. Um, some, some stories like the ones about Jack the Baboon, I'd love to use that one. It just doesn't have enough content for me to really flesh out a whole episode. Yeah. Then I find like-minded themes. So one of the, like I said, our first episode is going to be Colonial America. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the episodes in the series is going to be a whole Marvel episode. We're going to talk oh. about three different Marvel stories. Um, another one is going to be about um, unsolved mysteries of the world, oh. things that have happened that, you know, kind of, I know true crime's really big right now. So we're going to have a, our little true crime moment, which will be fun. Um, yeah. And it, and then it just breaks down and then me and my wife sit down and we take like five or six stories and we go, okay, we want to do these two. And then she goes off into her writing room and she writes the third up ep- the, the third story. And then we come mm-hmm. back together and, and um, we do a collaboration and then we record. That's amazing. And um, how long are your episodes going to be? So uh, episodes are about 30 minutes to an hour, depending on the content. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometime in that area, you know, enough for a, enough for a car drive or an evening, uh, an mm-hmm. evening dinner listen. So you'll have, you'll have uh, little nuggets and we're going to be weekly for the first season. So you'll, you'll have uh, 10 episodes and then um, we're going to kind of expand in season two. I have some really exciting stuff we want to do once we, once we jump into season two, but I don't want to talk about that just yet, but uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. That's amazing. And are you guys changing your voices through these like history time? You know, some people want to get creative that way and just kind of, you know, mimic a soldier from like back in the day and then tell the story that way. Or are you just going like use your original voices? We, uh, we play it up a little bit. I, I'm very much a, uh, an actor of sorts. So I do enjoy, enjoy throwing a voice in here or there, but uh, a lot of it's, it's mostly the, the factual aspect of things. We want to make sure that, you know, we're telling the story to the best of its ability, but at the same time, we do try to, we do try to make fun. Like we, we have fun with the episodes for sure. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, this is such a super great idea of a podcast. Um, this is like, wow I had so much fun I really did I can't even like express how much I had fun like it's just if you were to see me you would be like okay yeah she's actually enjoying this (laughs) (laughs) well that's good I'm glad I could bring I could bring you in entertainment to your show today like that's you know that's my thing about about podcasting is if if I'm entertaining one person that's my that's my goal you know Mm -hmm. one to a hundred to a thousand people doesn't matter as long as somebody's enjoying the content I'm creating that makes me happy. So that's that's awesome that to hear that you were you were having fun while we were doing this. That's very cool. Yeah, I really did. It was like I plus I learned a lot more about history. I it's crazy. I don't know much about American history, but I was kind of like I think I heard of that name. It came across one day on CNN because we do get CNN here in Toronto, um, yeah. and then we get all these other American channels. But I was just like it, it really got me thinking. So to all the listeners out there, like what I just went through was just like literally serious, like angelica thinking mode and <laughs> i'm i'm really excited i honestly i am i keep repeating myself but it is i'm really excited i can't wait so to all the listeners out there once again it's called a hint of uh fiction it airs in a couple of days wednesday september 18th and william what advice would you give um somebody i know you've given great advice to start a podcast but for those who are trying or thinking the what ifs or even like when we hit that point and we're just like, what else do we do? Or you hit that point where like, oh my God, I'm not getting enough, you know, listeners. What could you advise them? Um, podcasting should be fun. Mm-hmm. That's, my, that's my first and foremost goal for everybody who podcasts, regardless of what your genre, what you're doing, the specific audience you're, you're going for podcasting should be fun and i think for a lot of people if they're you're at a point where podcasting isn't funny anymore that's okay take a break 
like mm-hmm. reevaluate your show, think about what you want to do. And if you don't want to do your show anymore, that's okay too. Um, that being said, I want you to make your show. I want to, I want you to make the content that that's uh, the best you can be. Just keep going for those people who are having doubts or having second thoughts on, on their podcast, keep going. You'll, you'll find it. It, it takes some time and it takes a lot of energy and it, and it's, it's a lot, but keep going. You'll, you'll find that voice. You'll find your audience. And even if it's just 10 people, if you're in making 10 people happy, I mean, you're making 10 people happy. How fucking cool is that? Yeah. I don't know if we cuss on here, but you, yes, you get you can. my point. Okay, yeah, cool. You <laughs> yes, you can. I uh, really appreciate that advice. And I have a question. Okay. I'm a reality TV junkie. Okay. Are you, do you watch any reality TV? <laughs> um, in a very ironic sense, I keep up with things on, uh, on um, you know, like social media. And I, I, I listen to a couple Bachelorette podcasts. Uh, oh. Griffin McElroy does one. And I love the McElroy brothers. They're one of my, they're one of my favorite podcast uh, families that I listen to. Mm-hmm. And so he does, they used to do a podcast about the Bachelorette. So I keep, I keep up from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any show that you're really interested in this time of year? I know fall's coming. They're releasing a ton of new shows, reality or not. Um, is there anything that you're looking forward to watching or listening? Ooh, um, there is a new show that people are not a new show, a new show for me called Love Island. Yeah, I heard of that. People keep mm-hmm. talking about it. So it's, it's something that's in my peripherals. I like, mm-hmm. unfortunately, I am one of those people that like scripted television. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, reality TV is not something I necessarily get drawn to, mm-hmm. but it is interesting. I think there's a lot of um, good stories being told that way. It's just a different type of storytelling. I think the, the air of being real, even though it's fake, I have a hard time with that transition. If you're fake, you're fake. That's fine. But if you're real posing is fake that I get, I get, I have a little bit of a hard time with that, mm-hmm. but I would assume you have a story. So please, I'm, I'm curious uh, uh, if you have some suggestions for good stuff. <laughs> okay. So all my listeners already know I'm a fanatic of 90 day fiance. Have you heard of that show? I have. Yes, that is, uh, that is a bit <laughs> of a guilty pleasure. It's crazy. It's great. That show's crazy. I, I just don't understand how people go. Oh, I met you on the internet. 90 days later, we're going to get engaged. It, it blows my mind. <laughs> I'm such a fanatic. So I have a co-host that recaps the show with me on the podcast on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And then we brought on another one. She's another podcaster. And I was just like, oh my God, this is so funny. (laughs) When I hear someone say, because now in where I live and some of my friends are like, oh, how could you get into that show? I'm like, listen, I've been so dedicated to 90 Day Fiance since day one, six seasons ago. (laughs) Wow. I cannot stop. It just gets better and better. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. That's very, that, <laughs> the tenacity to stick with the show. I don't think I've ever stuck with a show that long. I get to about four seasons. And if you're not ending by then, I get a little, I get my eyes start to wander a little bit. I'm like, Ooh, is that a new Marvel show? Let me go check that out. <laughs> oh my gosh. So have you watched the season yet? I have not. No, I have not. So where did you stop? Like, where was that, you know, that do you remember the characters on there? So uh, for me, for me, 90 Day Fiance is a very like, there is nothing else to watch. Okay, I'll enjoy this episode. I, to be (laughs) honest, it's a feeling that I get about the show. I couldn't tell you anything about the show. I'm so sorry. I wish I had better content for this in this moment. I just don't. No, it's all good. I figure I asked because like, that's how I met these two other co-hosts because I was on their podcast and then they brought it up to me saying, well, I heard you, you watched 90 Day Fiance. And I was like, I was thinking in my head, like, do I take this offensively? Do I take this as a compliment? (laughs) And then they're like, well, we listen to it too. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is my calling. (laughs) Did we just become best friends? Yeah. that was the feeling so i'm like i'm trying to recruit more people to a round table so that's why i was like hmm maybe we ah. could get a, a male perspective of things it'd be awesome ah well you know <laughs> let me go in i'll watch the new season and we can we can chat from there maybe maybe we'll go from there hey you never know <laughs> <laughs> so are you watching netflix i am watching netflix yes uh religiously that's Re- that's where i spend most of my time um let's see are you watching 13 reasons or have no. you watched it 
no uh, the internet kind of ruined that one for me oh it did is yeah. it just because like people binge watch it and all of a sudden it's like oh guess what this is what happened in this season or is it something else it's it's a little bit of that i feel like it's uh, i <laughs> i don't like getting into these conversations but it kind of glorifies suicide a little bit yeah I, I i definitely i understand that point and um i know with this new season that came out i was just like believe it or not i did watch it um before we had a chat so i was just like oh my god <laughs> this is yeah, no, crazy it's it's a little it's a little little much i like i've heard great things about the show my um my sisters watched it like i have people who have watched it in mm-hmm. my in my realm so i know the story i just haven't really just one I haven't sat down to. What have I been okay. watching to? Besides my re- my rewatch of Community, which is a wonderful show. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but um, the Russo brothers who just directed Avengers Endgame, that's where they got their start was Community with Dan Harmon. Oh, no way. Yeah. Um, I also, do you have Amazon Prime? Um, no, I don't. Okay. Uh, because there's a new show called The Boys, mm-hmm. which is about if superheroes were assholes and it's fantastic so the opposite yes exactly so it's it's about this guy and his girlfriend gets killed by this guy called a train and he's basically the flash of that universe oh no yeah so he gets he gets you know his girlfriend gets killed and so him and carl urban basically start um like hunting down they call them the seven they're equivalent to the avengers or the justice league or something of that ilk and they start hunting down the different uh, superheroes and it's this it's this really interesting story about you know superheroes who really aren't superheroes they're kind of jerks but mm-hmm. are you know are are like run by a corporation and like the marketing that goes behind these these characters and it's really interesting that's a it's a great new show there's something else on Netflix I've been wa- I just recently finished up watching um, new season of nope I lost it completely lost that sorry <laughs> it's all good it's all good I feel like Netflix has become a bit better I don't know why it's it's before when it first came out it was kind of like why am I watching movies from five ten years ago. Now it's become like, I think since they raised their prices and people complain, it's like they're giving us what we wanted, but they still should have lowered down the price. But now it's like, oh, I'm getting a Netflix original series. I'm getting a Netflix original show. Then now these, um, these actors and actresses are making films for Netflix and having Mm -hmm. it exclusively to us. So I'm just like, I'm cool. I know I borrowed Netflix off my brother for the past probably like <laughs> six years and I finally got my own and it's exciting, but Ooh. <laughs> I, 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 like, it's like I, I broke up with Netflix through my brother. Like it's crazy. <laughs> like this is my Netflix now. There are many <laughs> like it, but this is my own. But I kept it going for five years and I felt like, you know what? I think it's time to depart. <laughs> it's time to give in. You know what I'm really excited for? And I really didn't want to talk about Disney the whole podcast, but since we're here, uh, Disney Plus. Oh, yes. Oh, can I just say something? Please be my guest. Okay. The Lizzie, the Lizzie McGuire show. <laughs> right? Right? I'm so excited. I, oh my gosh. That brings back so many memories of me being like 10 years old and watching Lizzie McGuire. On, like, uh, you know, I was a kid. I loved Lizzie McGuire. So good. Oh my God. I'm so excited. And they're doing it like, when she's what in her 30s now i'm like Mm -hmm. i'm 32 (laughs) (laughs) like i connect with this this is me (laughs) it's amazing it's like like when i watch mtv's uh teen mom og i was just like i can't believe it she's the same age i'm like have i been watching this since i was 16 when she was pregnant but i'm not right (laughs) right but she's making more money than i am because she's been (laughs) on the show since then i'm like what is happening you're like, if I just had a kid at 16, I could have also been rich right now. But. Exactly. And I tease that with my husband. I said, you know, if we met in high school, which would probably, I don't know if that would even happen because you're seven years older than me. I'm like, <laughs> we could have been on Teen Mom. <laughs> it could have been a reality. You never know. <laughs> That's so funny. 
Um, but yeah, going back to the Lizzie McGuire, I'm just so excited. I can't believe that they're actually doing it. I know. I like shows that we never expected to get more content from. We're getting we're getting back to. Like, I didn't think I was gonna see Obi-Wan again, but we're getting a whole Obi-Wan series from Star Wars. I'm yeah. super excited about that. Uh, you know, we're getting a Mandal the Mandalorian trailer looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um uh Disney's also decided to do a Moon Knight character, which if if you don't know the comics, Moon Knight is a Batman clone, but he's insane. So that's a lot of fun. So he's just a normal guy with like no powers, but he's insane. And so he runs around fighting crime as a, you know, as a kind of a crazy person. It's really like cool characters that we're going to be able to see that we haven't been able to see before or haven't had the platform to be able to show off. We're going to see it. We're going to see, which is very cool. Yeah, it is very cool. It's, it's awesome. So I'm definitely excited for that. And one question I wanted to ask you, what is William doing on his spare time or with the wife and kids when you guys are not podcasting, working? What is that one thing you like to do? What is that one thing? I really, uh, in my downtime, um, you know, besides enjoying Colorado to all of its benefits, whether it's going to the Colorado Zoo or hiking in the Rockies or you know, just having a night out with us. Um, I really like video games. That's my, that's my like relax, calm down time. Mm-hmm. And, and among all the 18,000 video games that are coming out, <laughs> I've been replaying the, uh, the new God of War game. I don't know if you know anything about the series. No, I'm pretty sure my husband does. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, it's about uh, this character named Kratos. He comes from, he's Greek and he basically kills the pantheon of gods, and then he moves to uh, Midgard and starts mm. fighting Norse mythology. But the story's more than that. The story is about him and his son, and his son realizing he's a god, and um, you know, like all the troubles that come with that. And like Kratos, who's been this angry fighting character for ten years, has to become a father and has to teach Atreus how to be a man. And it's it's. As a father, as somebody who is a recent father, it's, it's an amazing story to watch. And Santa Monica Games did an absolutely wonderful job of the game. This is my second playthrough. And I, if you, if you uh, read into my Twitter, at Bill Azerman, um, I've just been gushing about how much I've been loving this playthrough and playing the game and just enjoying it so, so much. Well, that's really interesting. I'm going to pass it on to my husband and see if he's into that game. I know he's more into the... Uh... He's been playing this game since he was in high school. And um, apparently, I guess the crew people of his network have been growing up with him. Okay. And I didn't know this, but he was like one of the best, um, one of the best out of, I don't know how many people in his network. And then uh, as an overall game, it's a first person shooter. It's like, what is it called again? It's a really old, old um very old video game i'm trying to think of Call the name of duty no no it's older than that <laughs> um, is Ooh. it modern modern warfare no modern warfare? no 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 days of defeat oh yes okay yes yeah. for sure that is an old game for sure that is a really old game and what's fascinating i let him play his games i don't mind it because it gives yeah. me time to do whatever i have to do but exactly it was like i was like so because you see the graphics of um days of defeat like it's so out to date from that generation and i'm like how are you still playing this game and he's like (laughs) well it's because i'm so good at it and i have such a great record that people even watch me play this game because they think i'm cheating but i'm not and i'm just (laughs) like it's his game it's the game that he loves that's so cool yeah and he says that people always because he doesn't talk he does never talk through these um, these chats. He okay. just listens and he hears people say like, why does this guy ever talk? If he ever talks, it'd be like the end of the world or something. So <laughs> some people like to hate him and then like him for his style of play because he's been playing for so many years and a lot of them don't understand that. Yeah. So I was just like, who do you play with? And he's like, I play with people across the world. I play with people from Germany. I play with veterans who are on this game and they use this like, I don't know, as I guess a a stress relief or something, or it brings back memories. He's like, but majority of them, I play veterans. And I'm like, that's freaking awesome that you are able to play with veterans. And he's like, yeah. And most of them it's, you know, for them, it's, 
I get to hear their stories and hear the reenactments and yeah, they've gone through a lot. They have PTSD, but it's like me hearing their stories and being able to play with them on this network is such an honor. I'm just like, that's crazy. That's super cool. <laughs> that is very cool. Yeah, I feel like I, gamers, everybody just has their one game that they really enjoy and that's just the game they always go back to. And that's that's so cool that he's just been playing it forever and that's just, that's his game. That's so cool. Yeah, and I'm surprised he's never sick of it. And It's been so long. He's like, I've been playing this since I first got my computer. And he's like, I got my computer years ago. And like, he's 37 and he got his first computer, I think it was like 12 years old or something when he first discovered video games and stuff. And I was just like, wow, that's a super long time. No wonder people like to hate you when you're playing this because <laughs> it's like, you know every single wall. You know mm-hmm. where the people are, are hiding. You know where people are coming out of and you know how to use those controllers. So that's a lot of years of experience. That's very cool. <laughs> so that's amazing that you've got something to do on the side because I feel like nowadays we're so busy with our lives. We're oh. always so caught up with this world. And can you believe, I don't, okay, so Colorado, yes, you do get winter um, yes. just like us. And did you find like this summer just flew by? Well, it is still summer until September, but when it's Labor Day weekend that just passed, it was just like summer was over early, don't you think? Oh yeah, it it's it's gone by way too quickly. This summer was was a whirlwind for me between you know, little one wanted to go do a bunch of stuff, which is very cool and we had a great time. But yeah, summer summer moved by way too quick. I as much as I do enjoy like Halloween season and we're, we're slowly encroaching into that, that's very exciting. Like yeah. I'd like to, I'd like to enjoy my summer just a little bit. You know, I don't want it to be go from like June to August. That's not fun. Well, the Saturday coming up, it will be the first official day of what fall, <laughs> September yes. 21st. Very excited. I have, I have my whole Halloween planned out. I've got all the horror maces that I'm going to and all the haunted houses I'm going to experience. That's amazing. Very, very excited. And of course, for the winter, um, any plans for the winter that's coming uh, up? Any skiing, snowboarding at Vail? <laughs> we're gonna we're going to uh, probably head back to uh, California and visit my parents, and uh, you know, just do holidays oh, back in California. That'll so that'll be fun. Well, that's a great way to escape the winter. That's for sure. Yes, for sure. I love Colorado. Uh, winter winter goes from about November all the way to May. So that's, you know, you understand that. You live in the Great White North. <laughs> yes. And for us, it's kind of extended. So we go through May, but I feel like it starts right in October. It's pretty yeah, bad. For sure. Yes. And um, uh, there, was, there was a moment as being a Californian who has lived in mostly sun for his entire life and then, uh, you know, moved to Colorado. It was like, okay, January's fine. February's fine. And we're still getting snow. Uh, March rolled around. And I was like, oh, well, it's springtime now. We should not have snow. And then uh, I got I got laughed at by a lot of people out here. They're like, no, 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 it's not done yet. And then March and April rolled by, and then like we were still getting snows in the middle of May. And I was like, what is what is this? What where am I living? I don't understand this. So I'm a spoiled Californian uh, through and through, and I don't uh, I don't uh, I don't know anything else. And uh, snow is a very new experience for me. <laughs> I completely understand. I've somehow learned to appreciate winter. Because last year, I felt like w- the summer was way too hot for me. And then this summer was just like, how are we reaching 45 degrees? Like, what is happening with our world? It's hot. It's yeah, I getting- mean, yeah, there's a lot of things happening with our world, but uh, I don't think we'll get into that this no, podcast. That's, no, <laughs> well, that's a different podcast on its own. But like, it, I was just like, I can't. And then I'm, I'm dying. So I am excited for fall. I'm excited for winter. But um yeah, we'll see how this the rest of the year plays out for us living in uh, having four seasons, so to say. For sure. It's very different. I like it. <laughs> so everybody, um, once again, the podcast is called A Hint of Fiction. William, where can we find you? So I am on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Bill Laserman, B-I-L-L-L-A-Z-E-R-M-A-N. You can find the podcast at Twitter at Hint of Fiction and on Instagram at Hint of Fiction Podcast. Um, you can find the podcast itself at hintoffiction.com. Like I said, we're going to be airing episodes every Wednesday for the first season, uh, probably through November. 
um, it's going to be a lot of fun, guys. There's a lot of really cool content that we're going to, we're going to start be making. And um, I just want to share it with you guys. So come out, take a listen, um, hit me up on all the social medias. And uh, if you guys have stories, like crazy stories that you found on the internet, send them over to me. Like I, we will use them in the show. There's a, like, I've actually gotten stuff from like coworkers and been like, Oh, check this out. This might be great for your show. So um, it's very exciting. You can also find me if you're looking to start a podcast or have a podcast and need editing advice or need editing help. You can find that at BillLaserman.com for Laserman Industries. Um, I, I want to help you. Like I said in the beginning, my goal is to make your podcast the best it can be so you can make the content that you want to make. So if you ever have any questions about podcasting, hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, find me um, at BillLaserman.com and I'll, I'll do what I can to make sure your show is the best it can be. Amazing. So you heard that, Bill, uh, William Laser, La oh my gosh, William <laughs> Laser, I'm so sorry. It's all good. No, it's all good. You know, it's, it's Monday and it's like, ugh, the beginning Mondays. of the week, but ah, thank you. Right. But thank you for my entertaining pleasure. my evening with these amazing, amazing, um, you know, questions that you've given me. And I learned a little piece of history, which is fantastic. Very cool. Um, but William, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been so much fun. Once again, everybody, the podcast is called A Hint of Fiction and it's coming out September 18, just a couple days away. You got to mm -hmm. check him out. We're going to have all his um, social media um, links into the show notes. You can guys can definitely give him a follow, check out his website. And of course, check out his podcast. Thank you so much again, William, all the way from Colorado. This is so awesome. <laughs> yeah, internet. We're going international today. I love it. <laughs> and um, I hope you have a great week. Congratulations on this new podcast. Thank and you. I wish you all the success because this is awesome. And hopefully it becomes a game show. And if it does, I better get front row seats. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I'll send you tickets. We'll fly out to California. It'll be great. You'll have a great time. Woo! I <laughs> I'm excited. I'll take you to Disneyland. How does that sound? Oh my gosh. Yes. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, William, once again. And to all my listeners out there, that's all we have for now. That's it for now. And thanks for listening on A Little Bit of Everything with me, 